Howdy. How do you do? Welcome back. It's Saturday. It is Saturday, Saturday special. I cannot believe I had to talk you into doing this. I mean, you, were, you, you, were, you were prepared to leave. You were ready to go. I was, I was like, like, I was in here working on my computer, and he walks in, and he's like, all right, let's record. And I was like, wait, what? Well, <laughs> I know we, we, we talked about it yesterday, and you yeah. wanted to. You're like, yeah, let's do Saturday special. Yeah, I completely forgot. How did you forget? We literally talked about it yesterday. I don't know. I've just been, like, moving around a lot. Have you? Yeah, I got a business journal right here. Oh, you keep a journal? Yeah, this is for, Oh, um, it is a journal. Wow. I'm launching my uh, store tomorrow, so... Are you going to put I, a plug-in for that tomorrow when it launches? A plug-in? What do you mean? I mean, like, are you going to plug it? Like, you're gonna, like are you going to say what it is and how to get to it and... Oh, yeah. Um, but not, you don't have to do it now because yeah. obviously it's not live, but... Yeah, I'll do that on Monday. Y'all will hear how to get there. It's going to be awesome. I'm I'm really excited. Went ahead and got myself a little journal to keep track of expenses and profits. And Man, it's crazy running your own website. Yeah. I mean, it's not too complicated. Well, good for you. Glad you're able to figure out. I'm yeah. sure you, you figured it out way easier than I figured out doing this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Well, at least I got it somewhat figured out. Yeah. At least we are bringing our voice to y'all. I had this thought. What are you, what are your ideas about living in a more rural area, like r- rural out of the city? Yeah, versus um, an urban. For the next like 10, 15 years, I do want to live in an urban environment just because there's more people, more opportunity, but once I get to a point in my life where I'm I'm happy with what I've done and I can kind of relax, take feel accomplished. Foot, yeah, take my foot off the gas. I'm a hundred percent buying somewhere, something out in the country, get a bunch of land, just be able to do whatever I want. Because when you're on a ranch, like when you own your own ranch, you can do whatever you really want. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Because if you got like two miles around you in every direction, no one's hearing shit. Like you can do some crazy things out there. Like what? It seems like you got some things on your mind. Shoot guns. I mean, you can shoot some watermelons or something. You can shoot guns, yeah. No, one, no one's going to hear that. No one's going to hear it. Not one. I mean, you were really concerned about it. people not hearing things. What are you supposed to do on this ranch, Major? Look, stop asking questions. Okay, I'll stop. But I'm kind of in the same boat, too. Like, I don't know. Like, I there's certain things about living in a city that are nice. Yeah. Like, there's the convenience of, yeah, of having everything thing. around you. And not having to drive 20 or 30 minutes to a grocery store or something. Yeah. If you live out in the country, you go to the grocery store like once or twice a month. Yeah, but to say like they just stock up. They spend $1,000 at the grocery store and that's it for the month or something like yeah, that. Yeah, go into town like twice a month. But I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But. Peaceful. I don't know, but there's those times like, gosh, I forgot the tomatoes. <laughs> and you're like, now I got to drive 30 more minutes or I got to wait a month to go back to the grocery store and I got, any, got no tomatoes or you grow your own. I mean, there you go. Exactly. Yeah, you have your Pro- own little farm. Problem solved. But yeah, no, I'm kind of the same boat, but also I, I like, I kind of like where we're at. This house is kind of interesting because it's, it's kind of in that spot where it's close to everything, but also there's enough around us where it's know, kind of private. It is private and it's nice. Yeah. It is nice. It's just having enough space and trees around. Yeah. Not to where like you walk out your front door and there's about 20 people that can see you. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging out. Right. Exactly. I also don't know how I feel about living in like in a real apartment complex. Like what I mean, in like, like it's a traditional apartment complex. Yeah. Like I think it's it's nice. It's 
it's for some people, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about like having neighbors, yeah, all around you on, you know, getting noise complaints. Yeah, that's just no fun. I mean, no. if you if you if you live in your own place, no one's gonna complain about the noise. I mean, unless there's something really crazy going on, but yeah. but there's no you don't have to worry about you know playing really loud music or yeah. Didn't Ben get like two strikes for oh, one yeah. time? He was just like playing a movie too loud. Yeah, and I think he got two noise complaints in the same night. <laughs> From two different people, and yeah. they counted both of them. That would suck. That would suck a lot. You want to get into Barefax? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. How do you forget about Barefax? Well, well okay, here comes Barefax. Our Barefax for today is bears can see almost as well as humans. They can hear a little bit better, but they can smell much better. In fact, a bear's sense of smell is around 100 times greater than humans. Polar bears can track down odor from over 20 miles away. They can smell a dead seal under three feet of solid ice. I don't even understand how that works. Like, how does your nose smell through something solid? Well, that's because we have our noses, and that's all we know. I mean, if you had a bear nose, you would be you'd be able to smell your neighbor <laughs> from inside your house. Yeah, just text and be like, "Hey, we get some of that pizza." Or hell, you could smell the baker at the grocery store from here. God, that would be just guilty pleasure. It would be brutal because you're like just gosh. sitting there watching a movie. You're like, God, I want to smell some cupcakes. Imagine all the pizza you'd smell. <laughs> you're like, you know what? I feel really good. I worked out, and I'm gonna eat something really good, and you just get this big old whiff of pizza. Or just like when you're eating kale, just like put your nose at the grocery store, and you're like chocolate, 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 like as you're eating. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have anything against people who eat kale, but kale is disgusting. I've had it like twice. I mean, if you grind it up and put it in a smoothie, you don't really taste it, but you get the benefits from it. Yeah. I also don't like cauliflower that much, but what's funny is I like cauliflower rice. I've never had cauliflower rice. It's just cauliflower grinded up into rice bits. That's literally all it is. So it's just it's it's cauliflower. It's cauliflower, but they call it cauliflower rice. And it's, it's not rice. And it's got no energy in it. That is misbranding. Is it? It is. Well, it is rice. They put it like into little rice so they make like little like capsules to stuff the cauliflower in and then you just have like a thousand little capsules filled with cauliflower no i think they just throw it through a shredder probably a probably a paper shredder and they just dump it out that'd make more sense yeah doesn't it i mean it's easier i mean if you think about it and your job is to make cauliflower rice you're just thinking what's the easiest way to do it put it through a shredder oh my internet went off my computer that's odd have you ever had a, a problem with like like a speech impediment or like yes talking oh yeah in general a hundred percent like what um i mumble that is for sure i have my level on my mic turned up very loud because i don't i don't like to yell i don't like to speak up um my voice cracks um even though I'm, my balls have dropped and my voice still cracks Are you sure? maybe i don't know can i check that myself i feel like a I think so. We don't do it right now. Or do. I don't know. Do your thing. I can just like turn around or something. Okay. Well, anyways. <laughs> so, yes. You think you've had a speech impediment before? What about you? How do you feel about that? Like, How do I feel about speech impediments? I, <laughs> I mean, they suck. <laughs> I hate people with speech impediments. Yeah. They're like, like, if I hear someone talking and they clearly are stuttering or something, like, gosh, I hate that person. That so person much. is the worst. Hate them. Don't want to hear you talk. Please stop. <laughs> No, I was that person, at least for a while, at least I felt like. And I don't, because like my mind 
starts thinking and it thinks way faster than I'm able to yep. speak words. Mm-hmm. And so I get tripped up on myself talking. Cause like if it's something I get really excited about and I start talking really fast, I'll, no one can understand. There's nothing worse than saying like two or three sentences really quickly. And someone goes, what did you just say? Cause no one can understand what I'm saying. So I have to like constant, constantly and consciously tell myself just slow down. Take a deep breath, word by word, sound it out. <laughs> Otherwise, I will go way too fast. Yeah, that's usually whenever you're really excited about something, you just start speaking absolute gibberish. You jump around from every point. It's like a movie trailer. I used to do that all the time. Yeah, I'm still working on that. It's just, it's kind of become second nature for me to just say, like over, over enunciate each word that I'm trying to say. Yeah, I have a problem with that. And I would also stutter too. I really would. It was really annoying. It's just like really simple words, like the, like the, the, yeah. and I, I just couldn't get it out. Mm-hmm. And so I, and it was just me trying to talk like naturally. So yeah. I have to like actually work, like try to engineer my sentences yeah, in my head in real time. Work on something you've done your entire life. <laughs> I have to work on it. Or at least I've had to, you have to try talking. It's, it's come a lot easier now, but, um, cause I put the foundation in place in my mind to be able to, Slow down, speak clearly. Usually, it's just it's just has to do with me calming down in general. Yeah. Just just being calm. Yeah, that's one like really big um, life skill to have is like storytelling. Like, oh yeah, if you can tell some, a good story. Like, if you're telling a shitty story, but you're a good storyteller, that's better than a good story that was botched. Oh, for sure. Not even close. Because then, I mean, there's so many stories that I've heard that are actually good stories, and I, I, I'm not gonna be able to name one off the top of my head, but. Whether it was at a baseball tournament yeah. or, you know, a friend at a party, they basically give away the best part of the story in the middle of it, and so then the last like half of the story, it's, it's like, just like, uh, well, I, did, I saw that coming. It's <laughs> like, yep, well, it makes sense. You just told me this was going to happen, so <laughs> yeah. But then also, I was just thinking, sometimes whenever I also have to make sure that I'm not tripping up with my words. Do you ever, do you ever, before you go and see someone and you have a feeling that you know the way the conversation's going to go, mm-hmm. you kind of plan the conversation out yes, in your mind. I and know. so you already have like a bunch of responses ready for <laughs> the way that something could go. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking I about. I do that all the time. Sometimes I overthink it, but then I saw myself, I'm like, no, stop. You're overthinking it. Just, <laughs> just relax. But oftentimes I have to go do something that I haven't done in a while, or it could be, you know, kind of unnerving all Think of every possible scenario and just have the best response for Just like if a random person says a random thing to you, you know exactly how you're going to respond to it. Well, yeah. Usually tell them to go home. Yeah, this kind of comes back to my point that I said a few episodes ago on the podcast. Like if I'm in a Walmart, wolves start swarming in from the north corner or the north wall. The north wall. Which way am I going to go to get out? I mean, I, I actually think about that. Do you go? Do you ever go into a public place and keep mine, keep tabs of where the exits are? Yes, and so I keep I keep tabs of where the walls are. Like so I, most of the time, I like to have my back to a wall. I don't like to have people behind me. People, people behind you makes you nervous. Seventy percent of attacks come from the rear. That leaves a thirty percent chance that I can deflect it from the front. Exactly. Do, yeah. you, do you know who said that? I do know who said that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people do. Yeah. I mean, kind of true. I mean, it kind of is. I'm, 
Also at the same time. I also keep tabs on where people are around me. Like, I don't know. If like if I walk past someone, I kind of keep a tab that they're behind me to my right or something like that. So you can like spin around and do like a quick chuckle on if you have to? Yeah, and just throw them into a vice grip. Do you ever like play a scenario in your head where someone stabs you in the back and now you have to like... That is one of my biggest fears. Just, <laughs> just getting like blindsided or just like... just One thing that behind. completely numbs me to my core like nails on a chalkboard or like whatever is sharp things around my neck yeah that yeah that that is is so brutal it's 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 so unnerving oh i just cannot do it like the idea of something sharp around my neck i cannot even imagine it it's no it's brutal i hate it so much i hate i i just hate that thought Mm -hmm. really messes with me yeah, that's kind of the reason why I want to learn like some form of art, uh, form of martial arts. So in case I ever like someone punches me in the back of the head, I can turn around and do like a jump three sixty, double spin, kick, back flip off the wall, and well, just like dunk them in the face. Yeah, I was just talking to Henry earlier, um, who's also probably going to come on the podcast next week. Mm-hmm. Um, hate that guy. Yeah, hey, hey, dude. Um, <laughs> that's not what I said. What'd you say? I said I hate that guy. Oh, you hate him? No, I, don't. I, I thought you were saying hi to him. Anyways, yeah, no, he sucks. Um, he was talking about how he wants to learn jujitsu. I was like, "Oh, I'm totally down. I'll learn jujitsu. Yeah, I'll go to a, a gym and learn how to do it. I mean, it's kind of expensive if you don't do it very often. But if you belong to a gym, it's probably a little bit more than a hundred dollars a month. But then you can go. I mean, I guess every day and you can practice and train jujitsu. It's a big cool thing to know how to do. Yeah. And I was talking about doing Muay Thai, and he's like, "You know, if you're in a situation, you know Muay Thai, and the and the person across from you knows jujitsu." You feel like he feels like that they would win that encounter because all they do is they get close to you, they wrap you up and put you in a chokehold. I mean, yeah. And I was like, well, Muay kind Thai. of that grappling aspect. Of yeah, just, the grappling, but also with Muay Thai, it's that knockout power. It's that yeah. one strike to the jugular, you're done. Imagine if you were able to kill someone with just one punch. Like, have you seen One Punch Man? Sure. It's a uh, like a anime on Netflix. Or oh, something. I think I've seen it. Yeah, just like. I don't get it, because, like, if you can kill things in one punch, why is there a whole story? Like, there's a bunch of episodes. Like, there's going to be this huge, dramatic fight. But, like, we all know he's just going to punch him one time, and the person's going to disintegrate. I've seen that, yeah. It's, like, the most powerful person in the universe, not even close. People try to fight him, and he's just, like, sitting there nonchalant, just, like, doing his thing and messing him up. It's, like... Like, I get why people like that, but also at the same time, you know how it's going to end. Like, yeah. every, you know how every episode is going to end. And maybe maybe it's not that case. I just haven't seen it, and I, I'm, I'm wrong about that, but the plot itself just feels like it's... Yeah, that's one thing. It's Sometimes it can be hard for me to stay tuned on a certain TV show or something like that, some kind of series. If it's really predictable, and, like, from the first five minutes, I can kind of see how everything's going to play out. It's just like... Well, I'm going to go watch something that's going to make me think. Because, I mean, it does make me think, but then when I'm correct, I'm just like, oh, I was expecting something more exciting or blindsiding. Yeah. So with your uh, with your website, are you selling anything that's, like, expensive or, um, or any, yeah. any, like, really nice stuff? There are two things. All of it's really nice. Come on now. Okay. Well, I mean, like, okay. <laughs> no. Um... There's two things that are more than $40 or there's one thing over $30 and one thing over $40. Everything's anywhere in the range of 10 to $20. 
Um, there's things starting as low as one, two dollars, but that's like kinesiology tape or socks, mm. something like that. But yeah, it's all really cheap. I don't, I'm, I'm not in it to like make profit, like huge profits off everything I sell. It's just kind of like a one to two dollar profit everywhere I go, and I'm kind of just connecting the supplier to the actual consumer, and I'm not like. I'm not trying to like stake all this money out of it. I just like, I think clothes are way, way too overpriced. Like a shirt and shorts at Nike, you're almost at a hundred dollars. Just like that. You can get three shirts and three shorts at my place for a hundred dollars. Or you can go to Goodwill. They got some cool shirts. Yeah, they do. got some cool shirts. Do you ever go to Goodwill or like Salvation Army? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's got like 25 cent t-shirts. Steal. I haven't been there in a little while, but yeah, they got some, there's some clothes there you can go get there. You just need like loungewear. Yeah. I think once I saw an actual baseball jersey there. Uh, whenever, remember when I ch- dressed up as Chandler Bing from The Office yes. for Friends? Yeah, I went to Goodwill like 30 minutes before I came. Yeah, you kinda, it kind of seemed like it, but yeah, I think you had the outfit down. Yeah. You could find anything. I mean, if you just need like a white t-shirt or, or whatever. I got a question for you. I'm listening. In Bed Bath & Beyond, what do you think is in the Beyond? I think you've asked me this question before. I have. Or maybe we've talked about this before. I know we mentioned Adam Sandler. Yeah, we Aliens did. Beyond. But in the Beyond? Like. Probably aliens. That'd be nuts. You just like go in the back of the store and there's just like weird ex- extraterrestrial creatures. Just at, like At every <laughs> bed, bath and beyond. Yeah. Has aliens in the back room. They just got like three for each location. Didn't you work there? I almost worked there. Um, and you were that close. Yeah, I went through. <coughs> Almost got the aliens. <laughs> I went through the first day of training, and I was like, um, "This kind of fucking sucks." <laughs> what sucked about it? It's just a job. Just or walking, it's a, just a job. Just walking around, stocking shelves. I mean, I don't, I don't. I'm not like trying to rag on people that work retail or anything like that, but like it just seems very uneventful. So you're saying you couldn't work at H-E-B or something or at a grocery store? I got denied from H-E-B, so I'm not even qualified to do that. Maybe they had enough work? Yeah, probably. I've actually, I have applied for seven jobs that are like actual like big brand name companies, and I've only gotten accepted to one, and that was Home Depot. Home Depot. Um, I just couldn't do it because it was during the summer, and I had summer baseball, and I didn't really... You know, with James Bills, how there's never really a set schedule. It's kind of just like he sends you a message on Wednesday night. Hey, we're leaving Thursday morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, know so that, I know how that goes. I didn't really have a set schedule I could give them. So they were like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, okay. Did you uh, apply to, to Dick's Sporting Goods too? Yeah, I did not get that. Dang. You're that close to the Dick's too? It's okay. I'll be far away from those. Well, no. Not always. Now I'm opening up my own Dick's. Yeah, open up your own dicks, but online. Exactly. Just the way of the future. Everything's online. Yeah, e-commerce is growing by like 3,000% every year. Every year. It's just, it's exploding. It's bananas. Yeah, it's honestly like back when Amazon started, Jeff Bezos was doing like investment banking up in Wall Street, and he came across a stat that said the internet was growing by like 30,000% every year. And he was like, well... I'm going to do something with the internet in the next year. And so he was like, well, I'll sell books. And now he sells fucking everything. Everything. Literally. You could buy anything on Amazon. Think of it 
it, it's they actually have a tab called random and I've gotten lost in that tab. The random tab? The random tab. It's literally random. Like one thing is a lawnmower, then they got paper clips and garden hoses, and then I don't know, a washer dryer unit combo. And then spare tires for your CRV. Yeah. And then spare tires for a go kart. I would say name something. I mean, <laughs> just pick something. Yeah, it could be anything. Golf cart. Um, Sticky notes. The reason I asked you about the um, the nice things that you could be potentially selling in your shop is that I don't know you to wear like any flashy things. Yeah, like, I'm not a flashy dresser, and I'm not either. I, mean, I I get it. I can see why people like doing it for the clout, They're like looking good, yeah, and doing that whole deal. But at the same time, I just I don't I could, relate. I could really care less. Yeah, I, I don't relate. I really don't. I'm just gonna do my thing. I'm gonna wear. That's a lot of. That's a, a really big problem. Our generation is caught up is on like the way you look and like other people's validation of the way they perceive you. It's just like, I mean, just focus on yourself. Yeah. A lot of the flashy dresser, flashy dresser stuff is just for you know attention. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, I would invest in like a Rolex so I could sell it like twenty years later for ten thousand dollars profit. I don't know if that's how that works. I think you should. Like, I think you should look into. It. Wait, actually, I thought like the, Rolex. The, the economy of Rolex. Oh. Or really nice watches in general. Just jewelry. Yeah, just it's jewelry. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there's a market for retro slash antique jewelry that's worth more than something made today. Yeah. But I don't think that's exactly how it works. You can just buy, you know, a random Rolex today and then. 20 years later, you can sell it for X profit, you know? Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I see what you mean. But, yeah, I'm not, not big on the flashy stuff. But I mean, I had a pocket knife. I did like that one, that pocket knife a lot. Okay, why you got to bring that up? I accidentally lost this pocket knife. I'm sorry. I am I know you got it a few years ago. but I got it about a year ago. I'll give you mine. We have I don't want yours. Literally, mine's like two shades darker. I don't care. I don't want your pocket knife. I wanted mine. I know. I'll buy you a machete. But I can't fit that in my pocket. Well, then you have the wrong size pockets. What kind of pockets do I need then? I mean, machete I just... size pockets? I have, I have regular pockets. You have bigger pockets. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm going to like go to a tailor and say, I want a machete pocket. Yeah. Have you never heard of that? Can you imagine <laughs> actually doing that? Like, can you make a pocket in these jeans for this machete? <laughs> Can you make a just, holster? You can have the machete for a few days, just like for the right sizing. I don't need it right now. Just, yeah, get get the sizing and then make the pocket. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Is that legal? Can you go in public with just a machete? I don't think, I don't think I, so. Actually, you know that I think about it, I think you can. I think there's, you can carry large blades in public. Uh, I don't know. Look it up real quick. I mean, like, in Texas, I think it's legal. You can carry like a katana in public. It's definitely considered a dangerous weapon or a deadly weapon at that. But I think you're allowed to do that. So the machete pocket might actually make sense. What does it say? Any adult, this is for Texas, any adult can carry a knife legal to possess anywhere as long as it, the blade is not over 5.5 inches. Okay, so then you can't carry a machete. There is no limit on the number of knives you can carry with you. 
So if a cop like was now, what if you, you what if you got a bunch of knives? There's no limit. You got a bunch of knives and you put them all together, like a sharpie sword or like an expert <laughs> marker sword. It's like it's a really long blade, but hey, there's like it's it's they're different knives. It's yeah. an infinite number. Might be a little loophole there. Exactly. Just weld a bunch of different knives together. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that, but it's okay. So then the machete pocket doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Unless you get it registered as a gun and go through some concealed carry. What? You get a knife? You can't register a knife as a gun. Just put like a trigger on it or something. <laughs> you have to get a permit to carry a machete. <laughs> it's like, sure, what is that? Oh, no, I have a permit for that. <laughs> it's a machete. What could you possibly need a, a permit for a machete for in public? You go to the grocery store. And you just cut open some watermelons. You just put on a show. That's what I do. It's like people set up stands in the subway stations in yeah. New York and start doing something, expe- expecting people to tip them. Yeah. What I do is I carry machetes around with me and I go to grocery stores and I set up my stand and I just slice the heck out of the watermelons and then I leave as fast as I can before they kick me out. <laughs> That's how I make money. Cut so, water. Sounds profitable. Yeah, I mean... You probably get some pretty nice tips. <laughs> Cutting watermelons at the grocery store. Um, man. Do you know who the highest paid actor as of 2021 is? Okay, so I know it's one of two people. It's either Samuel L. Jackson or Harrison Ford. Oh, I really? Neither. Is it... um? would that be highest paid actor think of a guy that's tom cruise he is actually not even the top eight wow you would think um i'm trying to think of an analogy for you is that tom hanks no he's not either in the top eight adam sandler is higher than both of them i'm about to say adam sandler that guy he is seventh i'll give you number two it's Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth? I mean, he's wait, part of Avengers. Wait, wait a minute. He was the highest paid for the year of 2021 or of all time? For the year of 2021. Oh, for the year of 2021. Oh, oh. that's way different. Okay. Because um, I think in that case, in all time, I think that's Samuel L. Jackson. Um, of 2021, is it? Watch for Rocks. Watch for rocks. Oh, the rock. Yeah, it's the rock. Okay, that makes sense. He is at eighty nine point four million as an actor for yeah. the year twenty one. That is his salary from Hollywood. That's a, actually crazy. That is insane. Making ninety million a in year. one year. In just one year, not including all the other years he's done movies or he's done wrestling or he's done and sponsorships and you seen that you seen those new. Posters of him with the the new energy drink thing. It's like called Zod or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I have seen that. Weird stuff. Yeah, I mean, just put his face on anything, you can sell it. Literally, like that's the thing about branding is it's just you get like Shaq to be the representative. You, you know what? If I'm selling ass. a pro- if I'm selling a product, he's the first person I'm calling. If I've got if I've got the <laughs> dough to have Shaq sponsor an item for me, that who I got to talk to to get Shaq on this? Exactly, exactly. You should put Shaq on your website. We should get Shaq on this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take some time, but I think 
I'm I'm so in. You have no idea. I'm so down. I like, would love to have Shaq on here. If I got a fist bump from Shaq, I wouldn't wash my hand for like a long time. How long is a long time? Think of a long time. Triple it. So like three weeks? Dude, no, I'm thinking like a few months at least. You wouldn't wash your hand? I have Shaq's fucking knuckle prints on my knuckles. Yeah, now you sound kind of weird. I don't think he's going to come on anymore. I think, oh I think, if I, I just scared him away. I think away. you freaked him out. If I just scared Shaq away. What if he was listening to this and he was like, I'm so down. I want to go on that podcast. And then you just totally blew it. <gasps> I would I would be so upset. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Yeah, if I was going to sell something, I would definitely pick Shaq. He's my first pick. Yeah. He's, like, he's, he's done so much. Like Gold Bond. Yeah. Oh, those commercials are bond. great. Yeah. You remember when... Um, Jack Link's messing with Sasquatch. Yes, Dude, those were some good commercials. Did they stop doing that? Yeah, I think it's it has. They haven't been doing it for a while. It's probably been a couple of years since I've seen one. Mm-hmm. There were a couple that were really funny, but then it started to get kind of old. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, because it was always kind of the same joke. I can't remember what it was called. Do you remember that like the polar bear, like the little funny shorts, of the polar bear? Um, Coke? No, I don't think it was Coke. Icy polar bear with shorts no it didn't have shorts it was like a two-minute film oh for some reason i think i know what you're talking about even though i have no idea what you're talking about i don't know if that makes any sense now you're just looking at polar bear yeah i don't think i'm gonna you're not you're not gonna find it definitely not i think you need some more information you gotta dig a little deeper okay i'll use duck duck go i don't think that's gonna change anything (laughs) Google's trying to keep the polar bears away from you. <laughs> so today I moved out that, finally that dresser. Mm-hmm. Part of me really hates it. So in my old apartment, it was the last thing that I had to move and it's this big 65 inch long dresser and it's got nine drawers in it and they're heavy. And then there's this big old dresser. And I, I knew that I had to get rid of it. I did. I don't want to keep it. I'm not taking it to my new place and I'm not going to store it anywhere. It's so big and bulky. It was just like, I mean, it's, it's kind of space. I mean, it's a really nice dresser. I mean, it's really well made. It's, it's got a, it's made with really nice wood. I don't know what kind of wood, but it's, I can look at it and feel it. It's like, yeah, this is, it's like really, it's, it's heavy. It's a, it's a big, heavy dresser made out of wood. And I knew I had to get rid of it. And so I posted a an ad for it on like Craigslist and on an app called OfferUp. That's usually where I buy and sell a lot of things that I'm that I'm trying to. Yeah, OfferUp is a great. Uh, yeah, no, it, it works really well. I'm actually surprised that so many people use it. But I finally, I got, I, I posted it. No responses for the whole day Wednesday. But I had to get it out on Saturday because yeah. Saturday. I mean today. I had to get it out today. Mm-hmm. Posted on Wednesday. No one responded, and I was on there all day. I was like, gosh, is no one gonna buy this dresser? I bought it for 200 I posted it for 200 mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning, and I've got two responses. One from a woman. She goes, will you do it for 80 <laughs> Like, no. I literally <laughs> put 200 in the ad. If you, what kind of negotiation tactic was that? I have no idea. I don't think she had a plan. And then, and then I thought, okay, I need to get rid of this. I really do. I don't want to deal with it. I just want it off my hands. And so I said, okay, I'll do 150 And she goes, 
no i'll do 80 (laughs) (laughs) it's like okay no more i'm done and then my other response was from at the time i didn't know it was from a woman because it wasn't like a a typical name that you would you would be able to recognize as either male or female it was just a name Mm -hmm. like a last name i guess and she just texted me in spanish because like the ads in english everything's in english she responds to the ad in Spanish, and and then I respond in Spanish because I just learned. Because right, you're bilingual. I'm not bilingual, but I remember some stuff from high school yeah. for the most part, but still pretty broken Spanish. So we go on this conversation all in Spanish, and I'm like, well, I'm starting to remember some Spanish. And she's like, yeah, I'll, I can, I, I'll come by it's Saturday morning. We can come look at it and and take it. I included in the ad that it was big. I included that it was 65 inches long. She pulls up with a Honda CRV. And I'm like, it's not going to fit in there. It's really not going to fit in there. Yeah. And I offered, I said, I can, I can bring it to you. Also, I don't know where that sound's yeah. coming from. Okay, there it goes. Um, I said, I mean, because whenever I picked it up, whenever I bought it, the guy who I got it from, he he made us... Go get it. Gosh, where is that coming from? He made us go get it. Um, where is that sound coming from? Um, he made us go get it. And take it apart, put it in my truck, and take it back to my place, and then assemble it. Me and Henry go to my place, break it down, put it in your truck and my truck. Henry's driving your truck. Yeah. Take it to their place, put it in, assemble it, and then she gave me an extra 10 bucks for taking it all the way to her place and assembling it. And the whole time just speaking, oh, uh, donde, see, si, see. Si. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I, I barely know any Spanish. But just trying to get by. I don't know. And it was kind of weird because they, like, they would put it in their living room, in their oh. apartment. Did they, like, put a TV on it? There's, like, a TV, like, mounted on the wall above it. But then now there's just this big dresser in the corner of their living room. I'm trying to think of like what living room stuff you could store in there besides like candles and I mean it's such blankets. a big dresser. Like what are you supposed to put in there? I put like everything. I put Bodies, my, kids. You could you could fit some stuff in there. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dead kids, what? I'm not gonna take those out of the equation, I guess. If that's what you want to do with the dresser, and that's what you're gonna do with it. Yeah, I can't really tell you what you can and can't do with the dresser. And the buy. whole time, because the weird thing about that dresser is when you take the drawers out, they have to go back in a, a very yeah, specific way. Each one has its own slot. Because so you if, you, if you put it, if like they look identical. They all yeah. look very identical, but they are not at all the same. <laughs> you put them in, and you'll know very quickly that it's not the right one after you put it in because it's got the stopper in its car to put out and, and put back in. Put it in, and the whole time we're sitting here, I'm just—it's like a puzzle. We're literally yeah. trying to solve this puzzle in front of them, and there's this woman just watching us, and then I, I'm assuming her husband just drinking an orange juice, just sitting there. I think he was—I think he was shirtless, just watching us put this drinking an orange juice. <laughs> he's he's a, drinking something. What a good detail to give the viewers. He was drinking orange juice, watching us put try to solve this dresser puzzle, and finally we did. And then she started clapping for us. Like, yeah, we finally figured it out. It took us like 15 minutes to put all the drawers in there the right way. It's like, you put it in here, it's wrong. 
you put try another one there and it's not the right one and then you go back to the first one you tried that wasn't right and you try that one again and it still doesn't work and it, it was just a, a weird situation fuck. it was so bad it was so bad but eventually we figured it out and now they got a big dresser sitting in the middle of the living room i hope they're listening they so would i don't think they would understand what was happening and then right when we were leaving me and henry she goes beer and i was like <laughs> fuck yeah and i was like no we're good thanks though <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was that experience. And then afterwards, me and Henry got kava. It was pretty good, and uh, kind of wind down. You know, here after this, I'll end up going go work out or something. Um, what day is it? Saturday. No, like in the gym. It is back. Nice. I'm gonna do some back stuff. Back is important. Oh get yeah, that demon back. You've got to make sure you take care of it. There's a front and a back to every muscle. I mean, it's all just about proportionate, you know, proportioning. Well, I mean, it depends what, what your goals are. Yeah. And I would say that mine is just being proportional. Yeah. Having good proportion with good symmetry would be the right way to say that. Yeah, symmetry is, Yeah, it can be very pleasing. Oh, is it? I mean, I don't know. Symmetry, like you're talking about pleasing is in the way of like you watch those satisfying videos of things just lining up perfectly. You see those on Snapchat or something, right? Oh, yeah. They're I don't watch YouTube them too. on YouTube, but I if sometimes on Snapchat, I'll watch them because it's just like, oh, God, that's kind of satisfying. The people lining things up perfectly, like yeah. cutting things, and I, I don't know. I oh, don't, my God. Some videos that I do like to watch is people like, like cutting up onions or like lettuce, and like they move the knife so fast and make such little bits. I don't know. It's kind of satisfying to me, like watching them grind up like chives or something. Yeah. I know that I, like, I like it. Like, I like those videos, but also I don't at the same time because I know if I start watching, I can't stop. Yes, that's the problem. You just can't. It's like the next one's even more satisfying. It's like a, like a, like, like watching another YouTube video of any kind. It's just like, if I start watching it, I'm not going to be able to stop. I, I won't be able to stop myself. So I'm just like, nope, don't Zero self-control. It's like seeing that, that cake. Oh, yeah. And being like, ooh, looks really good. I wish I didn't see it. Or the ice cream. Mm-hmm. Really wish I didn't see out that. of sight, out of mind. Exactly. Just as soon as I see it, I'm like, nope, I'm not mm. gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. But it also goes back to like just controlling what you can control. Yeah. Because so many people, I mean, like, I won't buy things for myself that I know I don't need mm-hmm. or like aren't good for me. But then if I go somewhere else and someone else has it, and I'm like, I kind of need that. It's like, yeah, now I kind of want it. Like, <laughs> like, oh, can I just have, you know, whatever it is. It could be, you know, candy or something. Like, dang. Because I, I won't buy it for myself. Yeah. But I see it, I'm like, hmm. That looks good. That's, that'd be really nice. There's also this thing where, kind of going back to what I said about controlling what you can control. It kind of frustrates me to a little little bit of a, a degree when when people get upset and anxious about things that they have. I was I you no, have no idea no I control was, over. I had the same thought in my head. I was about to bring the same thing up. I was bring, I was gonna say some of the most frustrating things are things that you can't control, but at the same time you can't get super upset about it because you have nothing you could have done about it. Right. But like sometimes, I don't know can't think of an example but like <laughs> i was gonna say your card gets declined at the grocery store but like that is something you can probably yeah, control you can definitely can control that um just things that you can't control or just say something like in like daily life like you let's say you're making food or something and it you know your entire meal hits the floor you're like 
Well, gosh dang it. Yeah. It's now okay. Now you got a, now you've got a dilemma in your hand. You're like, okay, do I try and wipe it off and try and save it, or is it just ruined and throw it away and move on to the next thing? But now you get really mad. You're like, oh, this is not my fault. This is, you know, the the table was shaking and you know the cat scared me and this this isn't my fault. The dog was barking. Set me off. Um, maybe that's not a very good example, but. Um, sometimes like if you go to the gas station, you get a drink and you come back and then you spill the whole drink and you're like, sometimes when I spill the whole drink, I'm not even upset that there is a huge fucking mess on the ground. I'm just more upset that the last 30 minutes are wasted. I just wanted to get a drink for nothing. And now I have nothing to drink. I would just be more upset. Like I don't have a drink anymore. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, well, okay, it's like, I can clean up the mess. That's fine. But now I gotta go get another one. Yeah. Usually I'll just go to water. Like, fuck it, it wasn't my day. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's There was actually somewhere that I wanted to go with the idea of controlling the things that you can control. Because there's things that are happening around you. Like, I don't know, things that other people are doing. And they don't really affect you that much. Maybe someone says something to you and it really bugs you. Yeah. And you start, you know, you get really upset about it and get flustered. Like, well, there's nothing you could do about that. Yeah, it's just their response. Right, so it's the thing that they said. So you can't control other people. You can only control what you can. Yeah. What's what's in your realm. Just stay within yourself. Yeah. I sit up in a lot with people who you try to do too much. Mm-hmm. You try to control every little thing happening around them. Yeah. Especially when they want to try to control other people. Oh, yeah. Like, they try to tell other people what to do and and how to to do things, even though I feel like I'm sitting on the biggest pedestal right now trying to tell people (laughs) to control what they control. I just mean, like, like, it's like, say you had to be somewhere and someone shows up late, but it's not, so it's not your fault, but now you're upset about being late trying to get somewhere. Yeah. It's, Mm, mm. one, oh my gosh, one thing. That sometimes, I mean, you can technically control it, but at the same time, it's kind of uncontrollable. When someone gets mad at you because you didn't take their call, but, like, you were walking and your phone was in your pocket on silent, and, like, whenever you're walking, you can't feel it buzzing or anything like that. Who gets mad at you for not taking their call? That was a rhetorical question. I can <laughs> I, I can just read your face right now. Um, God, it's... Yes, I, I know who gets mad at you for not answering their calls. Yeah. That's okay. That's what text messages are for. Yeah, I'll just text you back or call you back. I mean, it's one thing I've done recently. If someone calls you and you you don't take their call, do you usually call them back or do you usually just text a response? That sometimes depends on the person. Like, if I'm really close with them, yeah, I'll just call them right back. But, like, if if I would have to prepare for the scenarios of how the conversation would go nine times out of ten, I'm just going to text them back. Hmm. I think if someone calls me, I always 100% call them back. It doesn't matter who it is. Because I actually prefer a phone call over text messaging just yeah. because it's so much faster. With, yeah, with certain people, I do prefer just Because you, you get so much more out there yeah. than texting because you, you could say in five minutes what you could say in an hour of texting. And, like, you know, with texting, you pay, like, five cents a text. Depends I mean, what your, your, your plan is. Yeah. But. God, I had a point. I forgot what I was going to say. That's a common thing with you. <laughs> it's yeah. actually kind of been with me today. There's some things that I wanted to talk about, and then 
we go off on, onto a, t- a tangent about something random. I just completely forgot what I was trying to say. Yeah, that's happened to me a few times already. You need to work on that. But I mean, they say like you forget things, and it obviously wasn't important. But like, honestly, forgetting something important, whew, that's, that's annoying. That is very annoying. Like, wow, <laughs> you forget. There's a, I guess, a clip from a TV show. I think it was Two and a Half Men. You ever seen that TV show? Nope. I know that's Charlie Sheen, but like, yeah, I Charlie Sheen, it. but. There was a clip from that TV show where the guy was like, it wasn't Charlie Sheen, it was the other guy. I forget his name. No mm-hmm. disrespect, but he goes, oh, I forgot, I feel like I forgot to do something. And then Charlie Sheen goes, well, if it was if it was important, then you wouldn't have forgot about it. And he goes, well, I guess you're right. <laughs> and then the next clip is just his son, super dark outside, it's night, <laughs> waiting for him to pick him up from school. That's funny. Yeah. So it's that kind of idea. Like, you can forget something that's important. It's it's possible. You can do it. Yeah. Maybe either you're a forgetful person. I I can be a very forgetful person. Like like pocket knives? Fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm still upset about that. I want that pocket knife. I mean, I'm doing my best to find it. I it's I feel like you're not though. It's nowhere to be found. Like any place that I would have put it or had it, it's not there. And I, I have like three places. And you checked all three? All of them. <clears throat> I'm going to change topics here just for a second. I don't normally, at least in recently, I don't like getting very political. Yeah. It just, it's not my cup it, of tea either. I, like I, I really started to get into it probably about a year or two ago. I started, you know, following lots of politics and trying to, because mostly it was just my desire to have an opinion about something. Mm-hmm. So that, especially in conversations that come up, I can yeah, have, you can just not just sit there in silence. Right. And so then in, in most cases, it's kind of educated when people ask you questions that are charged politically Yeah, to say that you don't have an opinion because you don't know enough about it. Mm-hmm. And I was tired of having to say that. I don't have a problem saying that. I prefer to say that. I like, if someone asks me something about politics, I'm like, yep, cool. I agree with you, man. Yep. I'm hearing you. And so I just feel like it's so easy to pick a side. You know what I mean? Like everyone wants to yeah. belong to a side. Yeah. And then all the people in politics, all they do is just blame each other. The yeah. other side, like, you know, like, oh, so-and-so, the left is doing this. The right's doing this. This wouldn't be like this if it, this group didn't do exactly. that. It's, it's like you're not solving anything. You're not fixing any problems. You're if just, anything, it's deconstructive and it's just going backwards. It's just this constant blame game that doesn't do anything it's, not a thing it's so not productive and it's and i can see why it sells and why it works so well because yeah. it's like this is my team this is what i believe in and i follow all their ideals and they're the bad guys it's so easy it becomes this black and white picture of yes and no right and wrong yeah that's the one thing i hate about political questions is like it gives you a question and then it says yes or no and i'm sitting here like um neither like, I can't think of a specific question, but like sometimes even yes and no doesn't answer the question. It needs a, a more specific. Like, I would have thought that I I would have never learned anything um, substantial, and I don't mean any, any disrespect to my teacher, but in <laughs> on level English, my senior year of high school, I was like, this is just you know blow off class, whatever. Yeah, really, really good point was made. That's kind of stuck with me for a long time. And it's a really simple idea that nothing is black and white. There is, there's, there's so much gray that happens. Yeah. Not everything is right and wrong. There's, 
so much room for for differing opinions that don't necessarily pick a side. Yeah. Because sometimes no no options better than the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like both options can be bad and every option has its costs and its benefits. Mm-hmm. And you have to weigh those, right? But then when when these political parties and these ideologies, they, they pick their side and all of their constituents and their followers decide, okay, this is what I identify with. Because that, that's the thing too is – when you attack someone or like whenever you have an opposing opinion, this is what this outrage comes from. I feel like is whenever you are voicing an opposing opinion to someone and there's this triggering and there's this outrage, like, Oh my gosh, how can you even say that you're this and this and this? I feel like so many people nowadays identify with their politics. And so when you attack their politics, it's like you're attacking them. Yeah. Like you are attacking them as a person. They take it personally. And they take it so personally. And that's why you see these viral videos of people getting so crazy. Yeah. So upset. Really like fighting. It's, I mean, take a step back. I mean, good gosh. I, I don't know. It, it just feels so so weird. It feels so unnatural. I'm not going to lie. There was one time, um, me and a group of friends, we went to, like, Zucker Park to, like, smoke a blunt, just hang around the lake. And we got to a really good spot, great view of uh, the city, like, skyline. And there was a group of, like, seven, eight people that were already there. And I'm usually the one to do it, I and I prefer to do it. If I ever go, like, smoke weed somewhere in public, I like to ask the people around me, like, hey, is it cool if I smoke? Because I don't want to just light up and all of a sudden 911's on the phone. I can be a paranoid person. Most people really don't give a fuck. Like, I've actually never had someone say no. Well, especially in Austin. Yeah, this is a very big green town. But... I asked the people, I was like, hey, do y'all mind if we smoke? And they're like, oh, no, go for it. Yeah. Um, feel free to jump into our political conversation if you want. <laughs> I was like, I'm good. Like, I'm going to hit this. <laughs> Why would they offer that? Because <laughs> they were all, they were all right. Were they arguing? Were they, was it loud? Was it like a shouting match? No, it was like, they looked like they were all friends. Mostly just, civil? Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. But yeah, I just... It's it's so easy to just fall in line with and I want okay, sorry to cut you off. One thing I hate is like you'll see on people's Snapchats or stories anywhere and they're like, if you support this, then go ahead and unadd me or like yes, I'm gonna block I you or something that. like that. Like let's it. let's see past that. Like, there's there's so much more to every conversation than just if you're this and this and this. Maybe there's a much bigger story there. Yeah. Then just if you support this, then mm-hmm. unadd me. I don't like you. You're literally the worst. Yeah. It. It's so it's that's so short, kind of shallow. Yeah. I mean, put in some effort. It's so easy just to say I identify this with this, and if you're not with me on this boat, then you're wrong. And you're not on my boat. You're not on the boat. You're on the wrong boat. Yeah. And it's just you can't it's be just on this your constant own. pointing fingers. It's just. Yeah. Finger pointing, like, they're the reason why things are this way. Like, no, they're the reason why things are this way. It's like, well, how about we come up with a solution, right? Let's just fix it. Let's just come up with a a solution for the problem instead of just blaming each other for the things that you're unhappy about. Yeah. But that doesn't sell. That's not what people look at. 
Yeah. I mean, there's so many people, so many eyeballs, so many screens. Even so. if it's not like gossip, like did you hear who kissed who? Like that. That's the same kind of thing. With it's politics. the exact same thing. It is the exact same thing. Yeah, it's annoying. It's like real. It's like adult gossip, like drama. I was gonna say, like, with so much to look at and so much to see on the internet, your window for catching someone's attention is so small. So yeah. it's got to be big. It's got to be something over the top. Yeah. In order, order to, to grab their attention, to grab their attention and get your point across and try to influence someone. Yeah, they like um, colleges have you like write like a fifteen-page presentation, but like in real life, businesses are like, pitch it to me in seven seconds, or I'm walking away. Right. Yeah. Go big or go home. Right. And there's something else that I wanted to say, but I forget I forget what it was. But yeah, just I feel like people get so attached to their political identities. Yeah, it kind of becomes like who they are. And right. Right. And so I mean, that's how they, they live their life. It's like I was going to say that was just this thought that I had a few years ago when I was in high school. And I was like, you can you can almost tell someone's political ideology just by looking at the way that they dress. By they dress or like how they respond to. Like some kind of question or something like that. Like, I, it's weird how that becomes a stereotype. Yeah. Like you can just see it. You yeah. can see that in someone. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I guess it's, it's just that that conforming that everyone just kind of looks that way, or everyone just kind of acts that way. Yeah. To what they believe, it just feels like people who all believe the same thing just fit into the same mold. Yeah. They're just kind of all the same person. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. No. But, uh, yeah. Just, if, if you're stuck on finger pointing and all that, I, cause it's so, like, I, I got sucked into it too, big time. And the, the finger pointing was just so easy. Like, oh yeah, it's totally their fault. Like, I've, they're the worst. But then I think about it, like, every single, post or every single headline from whoever you support is always like they suck they do this it's like how about talk about something else like talk about literally you know what sucks what oh you what time is it 7 38 no you still sucks yes we're texas fans if you didn't know yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) thanks for derailing whatever i was trying to say it probably wasn't very important but uh yeah, we've been on that topic for a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm done with it. Yeah, I'm just moving on. You got anything else to say? I do have one little you have food for thought. I, I'll go after you. You can go. Okay, to kind of finish what I was saying, it's yes, just like sorry. everybody, it's it's like it's everybody wants the same outcome, right? Like we all want good in the world. We all want something. We all want a good outcome for everybody. Yeah, but we have different outcome. ideas about how to get there, and that's where the conflict comes in. But yeah. just you have to understand, I mean, those there's psych- psychopaths out there that don't want good in the world, but everyone has a common goal. Like naturally, like deep down, it doesn't matter what you think you believe in or what what political agenda you're trying to push. I mean, you're doing it because you think it's going to do good. Yes. And some people are going to disagree with you and say, oh, I don't think that's the best way about doing this. But then they'll say it in a different way, like, oh, that's a terrible idea. Why would you? It's that kind of thing mm-hmm. where then it just becomes finger pointing, right? But everyone wants the same outcome. Everybody wants there to wants something, wants good change, yes. change, good change for everyone in the world. I mean, you would hope, but seriously, 
it may, it may not seem like that sometimes, but the root of your decision making, typically, if you, in, in here, if you ask yourself this question, like, why would you go, like, if, if I asked you what your goal is, what's what's one of your goals right now? Uh, to sell low price, high quality goods. Why? Because I think, like, current clothing is way overpriced. Like, they, it's shit clothing, not shit clothing, it's quality stuff, but then the brand just adds so much more to it. So it's the same thing, just cheaper. Why do you want to do that? Because I, I'm not buying a new pair of Crocs because they're $60. Like, I'm, I'm not buying it because it's too expensive. I think clothing and stuff is too expensive, so I'm trying to make, I'm trying to do good and help people get cheaper clothing. But why do you want to help people I don't know, clothing? Like, I'm a good person, charismatic. Are you? I, I would say I am. I mean, whenever you asked me to move your mattress and box springs, I literally dropped what I was doing. That was nice of you, yeah. I mean, I I was going to do it with you, but I had to go to a service call, and you no, just did it okay. all by yourself. But, yeah, no, it helped. but anyways, my, my point was, if you get to the root of your ambition, usually that answer is happiness. Yes. Like, whatever you're doing, it's because I want to be happy. It's like, oh, I want to learn how to fly a plane. Like, why do you want to learn how to fly a plane? It's like, oh, that'd be really cool. Like, why Why do you think it'd be really cool? It's like, well, I don't know. It'd make me really happy if I could do it. I feel like I accomplished or whatever. One thing that I do want to do, one thing that, like, good that I want to do, I want to tell stand-up comedy. Because, honestly, one of my favorite feelings on earth is making someone laugh. Like, you ever been at a party or a function, six, seven, no. eight people? <laughs> six, seven, eight people, and you say a joke, and literally everyone dies laughing. That's on a different level of... That's, like, that is a rush. I The last time I did that... I, I smiled for like 10 minutes straight and I'm, I'm not a smiling person. I don't know. I just like to make people laugh. I like to tickle brains. You tickle brains. I love tickling brains. You tickle brains with your words. With my words. Man, what a life. I got a thing we can talk about. Okay, anyways. Sorry, go ahead. Um, This is... Completely off talk of topic of anything we've talked about this entire episode, but um, the idea of time travel is a very it tickles my brain. Um, I think it's More tickling. It's interesting, um, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel how possible or anything it is. But I guess my point is think about the two presidents that have been assassinated: Abraham Lincoln and John F. Kennedy. Both of them were assassinated and i was just thinking the other day what if they got assassinated because they were gonna make a change like that was so progressive that it was good but ended bad or they were gonna do something like completely terrible so do you think time travelers killed them i don't think that but i'm just throwing the idea out there like that would be an interesting thing i had this thought today about time travel specifically Okay. And I know we've talked about this before, but it's the same idea that if if time travel was real and that was something that you could do, we would know. Because yeah, someone would have fucked up. That's what I'm saying. Some someone would have done something so stupid. Yeah. And we would all know that it's something that can be done. Yeah. I think the idea of time travel is actually really cool because there's a lot of different perceptions of it. Like if you step on a fly. 9-11 didn't happen or something like that or that's called butterfly effect oh really well yeah oh. that's like the idea of 
if you like Travis Scott's song, right? Butterfly effect. If you, it's the idea in like literature and pop culture that if you do time traveling, so it's it's fictitious. fictitious. If you go back in time and you like at Rick and Morty, they do it all the time. Yeah. Where if you, you know, go back in time and then you say something to a random person while you're time traveling, then all of a sudden you just monumentally change the course of like Russia collapses or something because right. It's that type of idea. That's the butterfly effect. Like you do this one thing and then it just goes down. It's like a domino effect and it just goes in. It goes into a a bigger end result. Yeah. So I was just thinking like, what if JFK or Abraham Lincoln were going to make some kind of change that either ended horribly or it ended good. Like it advanced technology or whatever, but it ends bad. Like, so the, like like the invention of the atom bomb? Yeah. Um I forgot who invented that. I forget. I think, I think we, it was we, Albert we've Einstein. we've already talked about this uh, this week. Yeah. About um the Manhattan Project, and I forget who was on here. Look it up real quick. Who I think was, it was Albert Einstein? I was gonna say Albert Einstein was, I think he was working on it, but I don't know who took the lead on that whole deal. It might have been him. But no, I see what you're saying. I mean, but time travel, it, I mean, it'd be cool if it... Well, if that's it, something I didn't know. The Manhattan Project was codenamed for the American-led effort to develop a functioning atomic weapon during World War II. The Manhattan, Manhattan Project was started in response to fears that German scientists had been working on a weapon using nuclear technology since the 1930s, and Adolf Hitler was prepared to use it. Wow, so I didn't know that. The Manhattan Project was actually a response to false information that Germany is about to... Misinformation. Yes, misinformation that Germany is about to fuck shit up. I mean, they did fuck shit up. Germany is fucked up twice. Yeah, they did that twice. Think about that. There have been two, like, world wars where almost everyone was involved and, like, taking sides. And both times, Germany... Had something to do with it. Or like why it, I know I don't think World War One was because of Germany, but they were involved. But I you think, know how World War One started? You should know this. I don't know. It's like mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. It's like it's something you learn in grade school. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't remember. I the, remember the assassination of. Oh, from yeah, I know who you're talking about. Oh, damn, that's gonna drive me nuts. I have to. It's like Archduke, I think it's Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, Franz Ferdinand, that's that's right. Arch, Archduke Franz Ferdinand of Austria. Yep. Yeah. That's part of, I mean, that's just something that you, you should know. Yeah, I should have known that. Like, what's Leonard Skinner's fam- most famous song? Sweet Home Alabama. I was going to say Freebird, but. I mean, that too. I mean, I would say both of those are correct answers. What hotel do the Eagles play in? Well, <laughs> <laughs> <My> fucking California. <laughs> That's good. Exactly, it's that kind of thing. You should just know it. Do you know why? Do you know what caused the United States to join World War Two? Yeah, Pearl Harbor. Of course, the we, were, we weren't going to. We weren't going to join the war. Yeah, we had no intention of joining mm-hmm. until Japan was like, you know what? Fuck these guys. I love those memes about it. Or like, where. Uh, Japan was like, yeah, we just, we just blew up all these American 
battleships over by Hawaii. And Jernigan's like, what did you do? You did what? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Can you imagine? The, I, mean, I mean, I don't want to imagine, but yeah. another world war nowadays. I mean, let's say... I'm not saying Germany would, but if they did, <laughs> let's just let's just say they decided we still don't like Jews. <laughs> and everyone's like, dude, I thought I laughed too hard at that. How many times we gotta tell you this, old man? <laughs> like you can't do that. And then literally the entire world again. How how do you have a world war where the entire world, the allies, are against like four countries? Yeah. Like Germany, Russia, Italy. Japan. Yeah, that sounds about right. Actually, no, Russia R- Russia wasn't part of the German allies. Who was it? Maybe it was just three. Maybe it was just Germany, Italy, and Japan. I think for World War II? Yeah. Um, I think there was a fourth country. UK. <laughs> no, they were the allies. They needed our help. You actually though. said allies when you were talking about Axis earlier. Like, I didn't mean to. Yeah. Just trying to correct any confusion. Um, well, I was just mean like the allies is in the entire world against three countries. How do you suppose? How are you supposed to win that fight if you're the three countries? So who were the Axis powers? Axis power. Wait, Canada? What the fuck? Oh, crazy Canadians. Who sided with Germany in World War II? Germany, Italy, and Japan. Those were the three okay. most recognized. It was just three. Okay. They had domination over them over most of Europe. But then that was my question. Like, if three countries decided, you know, just pick three random ones: you know, North Korea, China, and Russia. We're like, yep, we're gonna form a pact, and then it's the entire world against them. Mm-hmm. Things are a little bit different nowadays with atom bombs. But oh yeah, how do you not get destroyed by the entire world? I mean, there's war laws like napalm is considered a war crime, like uh, tear gas, not like not tear gas, but like there's another mustard form. gas. Yeah, mustard gas. That's a war crime. I mean, I'm sure like if you pull, what's a war like, crime? Is it like don't do it again? <laughs> Just slap on the wrist, like hey man, we're gonna fuck you up. Hey man, don't do it again. Not cool. Who Who's in charge of running, like, getting mad at people for war crimes? I guess whoever the biggest, baddest power in the world is. The UN. Maybe. I don't think the UN has that kind of power. Yeah. Is the UN still around? Yeah, there's, uh, I think. Then some shit happened. I think some, some stuff happened, and there's, I think the U.S. left the UN. Yeah, I think they did, too. Yeah, I think the U.S. left. Man, weird political stuff. Do you know um, the first colony of the 13 colonies? Like the first one to be formed? Wasn't it Plymouth? No. Jamestown? Jamestown what? Virginia? Massachusetts. I was going to say Massachusetts next. I should know that. Come on, man. Everyone knows it. Do you know what time? Or do you know when? What's his name? Christopher Columbus? Landed in 1492. He sailed the ocean blue. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only way I remember that. Literally. Like if, if no one said sailed the ocean blue, I (laughs) I would have not been able to tell you One year and out the other. It's just another date in the history books. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Time goes by. I didn't realize we were already over an hour. Yeah, last time I looked at it, it was like 20 minutes. But then we started talking about World War Three. Yeah. And atom bombs. Jews. And Hitler killed several Jews. Several. And the- oh, I actually had a Louis C.K. I was going to talk about something from Louis C.K. earlier. I thought of something to say on the podcast, but completely like... Oh, one thing... I think our generation struggles with the most is how much, I don't know how to put this, like how much we, how great we think like technology is like when Catherine gets in the car and she turns it on, she blasts the AC immediately. And like when she got in my car and I would turn it on and it would have to warm up and you know, it doesn't go straight 60 degrees right off the bat. She's like, why is it taking so long? Like, why, why, why doesn't it go? Like mine goes immediately. I'm like, you are getting into a vehicle that just produces cold air and takes you somewhere. Like it's actually amazing. It's amazing with the things that we have today. Like, we're blessed Oh yeah. for the technology. Like, we can film a fucking podcast from our room. Yeah, and then... Millions of people can find it. <laughs> yeah. Like, think about it. We are blessed. Okay, yeah, and keep going. Just, keep going. Uh, you want me to? Keep going. Well, I'm out of thoughts, so... <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> that was it. That, that was the whole thing. Yeah. We are blessed. But yeah, no, uh, there's a lot of great things. I mean... All kinds of stuff around you that you just don't take appreciation for because it was just a part of your life. and you Yeah, just it's always been there. You just get accustomed to it. It's just how it is, you know? That's mm-hmm. just how it is. Yeah. That's just life. You get into a car and it's 100 degrees outside. There's nothing worse than getting into a hot car in the middle of the summer. And you, like, turn it on and it, the first wave of AC is just hot air right in your face. And then you get the seatbelt buckle and it just raises your skin i think people nowadays don't understand because especially with the remote start yeah you can just cool your, your your car off or you can warm it up if it's cold outside and you don't yeah. have to get you have to deal with all that stuff yeah you take advantage of that oh yeah oh yeah and if you could you would too i mean i don't know i'm i don't really have a pro i, I don't get i don't know i don't really have a problem i don't know what i don't have a problem with like, what are you saying? What to, are you saying? I don't know how to describe it. I don't really have a problem with, like, if I get into the car and it's really hot, like, eh, I can I can wait till it gets cold. Like, I don't. So what do you do? Like, you, you are you the person that turns your vehicle on and you wait for it to warm up or wait for it to cool down from outside? No, I'll get in. And or you'll just get in and I'll, you'll just deal with it. Yeah, I'll deal with it. You'll just really sweat or you'll just freeze your, your ass off? Yeah, because guess what? I'm what? that much closer to my destination than you. Because you're just waiting for it to get cold. Well, guess what? I'm two minutes ahead of you. It's all about no wasted motion. But it felt really good when I got in. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when I get high and I get in the car, like, to go somewhere, and it's been, like, a really hot day, and the hot, like, the car is, like, steaming on the inside, I don't turn the AC on for, like, five minutes. Like, it, I don't know. It feels like a sauna. It was really good. You just baking your own sweat in your car. I mean, I'm not sweating on purpose. Guy. You can't even Don't roll the windows. You like, can't even roll the windows down because that lets the hot out. I'm, it's a sauna. 
Why are you trying to turn your car into a sauna? It's not a sauna. We live in Texas. Every car is a sauna. But it doesn't have to be. I want it to be. Then buy a sauna car. Do they make those? It's, prob- I, I, it's probably on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. A sauna car. What, is it a sauna car or a car sauna? No, sauna cars. <laughs> Those are not I a can't thing. Believe you actually looked it up. <laughs> well, I actually wait. There's some, wait, <laughs> there's something on YouTube. Can I use my car as a sauna? No, the difference between a sauna and a hot car is the level of moisture inside. So boil some water and leave it in your car. <laughs> what is a car sauna? It's when you get in your car and it's really hot. Yeah, the the car sauna challenge is an event where you have to stay in the car oh for God. as long as possible I without bailing people, out due to heat. People are making challenges out of everything. Can, like anything is a challenge. <laughs> uh, life challenge. Uh, go downstairs without twisting your ankle. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's every day I'm trying not to twist my ankle. <laughs> you know, it's like you get into a car and it's hot. Like, yeah, that's life. Get into the car. It's not a challenge. Yeah, life's a challenge, but oh my god, just deal with it. Yeah, everything is a challenge now. Ice bucket challenge, but that's that was that was for awareness it, or something for ALS. Like, yeah, that makes. I mean, does it make sense to dump? I mean, obviously, it doesn't make any sense to dump ice cold water on yourself. Like, oh yeah, we're we're raising awareness for ALS. Like, cool, that's great. But also at the same time, was that necessary? Well, I mean, I guess the part of raising awareness would be like you want to watch someone get ice water dumped on you, so it's just something for people to do for the awareness. I don't know. What about cinnamon challenge? Oh my god, <laughs> have you done the cinnamon challenge? I have not. I have. I bet it sucks. Don't fucking try it. I'm going to tell you that right it's now. It's so stupid. Why? Why would you even do it? It's like, oh, let's see if I could swallow all this cinnamon. I was like seven. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, remember the salt ice challenge? We're, we were oh. literally hurting ourselves and calling it a challenge. It's like, oh, let's uh, let our hair on fire challenge. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> For what? Just to prove that you can do it? How about you go ride a skateboard and fall down a few times? I think you'll get the energy out that way. Punch homeless people challenge. Yeah, you don't or blast with fire extinguishers. I mean, you can go do whatever you want to do. You don't have to make a challenge out of it. Like, oh, let's jump off this building challenge. <laughs> All right, well, I've got a workout to get to. And if you're still going to do top golf. Oh, that. yeah, I'm definitely in. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do we're going in 30 minutes, and you're going to work out before and pick up Henry and probably shower. I'm not going to shower. I'll just go gross as hell. That's fucking nasty, man. When I do back, I usually don't sweat that much. Well, it looks like you're not working hard enough. Actually, that is false. You don't have to break a sweat to really get a workout in. Yeah. Like, the sweat means really nothing. And it's cooling it, temperature. Right. And so in, in this gym, I mean, they have the fans on full blast. Oh and it's God. also 68 degrees in there. So yeah. it's it's honestly kind of hard to break a sweat unless you're just running on a treadmill. Yeah. So that's one thing I don't, I don't, I would rather go on a run outside than run on a treadmill. Excuse it's me. also easier to run on a treadmill. Like it's actually like physically easier because the ground's moving because it's already, it's moving underneath you and it's moving for you. So it's actually like helping your, your step, your next step. Yeah. So it's not all you. Right. But I also prefer the bike. I like the bike a lot. Dude, we used to, like, whenever we went to uh, hotels, like, as kids, 
Remember the one time we were in like the Gunnison Hotel or something like that? We were in Colorado. And this is when I was like five, six, you were eight, nine, something like that. And y'all turned, you and Ben turned the treadmill all the way up to like 30, 20, 20. Like, yeah, 20 miles an hour. And then I got on there and just like, I went like under the little interface that you have to like make the speed go up and down. I went under and in and just as soon as I touched the treadmill, I was going 20 miles an hour and there was a wall directly behind it. Like that was bad placement. Why would they put a wall behind it? Uh, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but I did knock the fucking wind out of me. Yeah. One of the worst things getting the wind knocked out of you. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That's no fun. Never. Oh my God. I can't wait to get the wind knocked out of me today. He wants to do the get the wind knocked out of you challenge. <laughs> like, come on. Come on. Let's just do it for fun. <laughs> Let's make a challenge out of it. Let me punch you in the gut real quick. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Well, I guess that was it. That has been episode six. So, uh, yep. Six. Says. Well, thank you for joining if you listened this far. Doubtfully. I, I highly doubt it. Like, if you're listening right now. I'd probably give you a dollar. I would give you a fist bump, like I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, what if there was like a thousand people listening right now and I had to give out a thousand dollars? That would kind of suck. You know how time-consuming it would be to give out a thousand fist bumps? If you got them all on a line and then you just started running, I mean, it could go back I mean, that fast. could take, like, um, upwards of ten minutes. Yeah, I'd that. rather do that than give out a thousand dollars. That's that's a very valid point. So, let's just switch teams real quick. I'm not giving them a thousand dollars. You're not on the thousand dollar team? No, I don't even have a thousand dollars. Anyways... <laughs> Thanks for joining if you did. So this has been number six, and uh, you will hear from us on Monday. Yeah. So uh, Happy travels. Yeah. If you're listening in the car. Or you're, like, moving out of an apartment or something. Mm. Yes. Safe travels. Yeah, if you're moving, have fun. Yeah, don't drop anything. Yeah, that would suck. All right, we are dragging on. Yeah, we are. Okay, anyways, thanks. Have a good one.